it pops up, that's when we're live. And that's how we know we got people watching. All right, so there we go. All right, so hey, everybody. Welcome back to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. I have a new thing in store for you guys on my YouTube channel. So as you guys know, I have a lot of playlists on my YouTube channel. And we do a lot of things here. But today I got a treat for you. I'm starting a new thing on my YouTube channel and my, on my podcast, podcast, Upload Past Crossroads. And I'm doing it with my uh, lovely fiance, my lovely partner in crime, my P2, my Proverbs 31 girl, my uh, puzzle piece. That's what P2 means, by the way. So my significant other, I keep on going, my other half, like this is my woman right here, Maya Alexis Evans. So I'm about to change that name because right now you see Maya Evans on her screen right there. Uh, well, I'm going to change it to Maya Jenkins soon. So, all right, guys. So what we're going to do on a, a new playlist on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, the playlist is going to be titled "Our The Story. And it's just going to be symbolizing and talking about love and romance and, you know, how to find a godly mate. You know, how do we find a godly mate? Um, just any given relationship advice and stuff like that. And it's going to be with my fiance. So we're going to be sharing a lot of stuff, you know, raising kids and stuff like that. Just anything we feel as, you know, feel like that needs to be shared to the world and to other people that would benefit people and stuff like that. So you got anything you want to introduce yourself? You want to say anything? Because she's quiet, by the way. So, like, you got to pull teeth to get her to talk. So, like, that's what I had to do all of my, at the beginning stages of our relationship. See, now it's just coming out. You know how I said at the beginning of the video, I didn't, I don't remember <laughs> the beginning of our relationship. Yeah, I do now. <laughs> so you want to say anything before we start? Uh, I'll just say, hey, everyone, it's uh, good to be here. I'm good to be on this journey with uh, Sean, my fiance, and uh, can't wait to share and continue to see where this may take us. And she's here because she complained about uh, being on our older YouTube what? videos. Uh, on our Bible studies, but not being a part of it anymore because she's so quiet. <laughs> Didn't really share too much. And when she did have something to share, she was reluctant to say anything because somebody else said what she already said. So, yeah. And if you want, if you want to see her in other videos, I'm gonna just go ahead and do this. It's it's on our like. They don't need to see those. Yeah, like if you go to my YouTube channel. Just scroll down a little bit. You're going to scroll down forever, like, if you wait until five years to do this. But you can see, like, times where I went live with Justin and Maya. I guess I, yeah, those were just videos I edited. I thought I went, we went live with that. But, yeah, right here, like, Maya was in the videos, but she was just super quiet. Sometimes she was not showing her profile picture. Look at you. Well, those. Times I was probably sick and did it, but still tried to be there. You were sick one time. Was it once? Yeah. You've been a lot of them. Look at your hair right there. Look good. Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah, you look real good. All right, let's stay on subject. <laughs> yes, let's get back on topic. Look at my baby. I'm sorry for liking my future wife. I want to look at her. Look at you. You're so cute. 
Guys, let me tell you something. My favorite Powerpuff Girl. Who's your favorite Powerpuff Girl? You you guys remember the Powerpuff Girls on Cartoon Network? My favorite Powerpuff Girl is Bubbles, right? So that's Bubbles' hair right there. And Bubbles is sweet and kind and innocent and nice out of all the Powerpuff Girls. That's what I got in Fiance, by the way. So I got my Bubbles. That's your nickname, babe, Bubbles. Like if I gave you a sock, that's what it would be. I figured it out. Yeah, love your sock. All right, let's talk about it, guys. All right, so let's get to it. So I got to figure out how to present. How do I present, babe? Do you know? Oh, you know. It's like, yeah, it should be. All right, so our love. So we're going to talk about our love, and it's on our playlist on my YouTube channel, Upper Pass Crossroads, the story. If you want to see even more stuff like this. So how did we meet, right? So, Bay, you want to start it off? How did we meet? We're going to talk about our dating life. We're going to talk about our relationship right now. So, go ahead, Bay. Okay. Uh, how did we meet? If we want to go from the very first time, it could be when we were children in church. Yeah. When, I guess, how old were you? I guess you say five. When I was three. You want to I say was the five very or four. Yeah, four or five was like three, two or three. Yeah, it was at St. John Emmy Church in Nashville, Tennessee. So my dad, he was training to be in the ministry. So he was underneath the pastor name of uh, Reverend Jones. So it was like Charles E. Jones, something like that. And uh, yeah, and uh, that's actually the same church that my dad got buried at. And one of my dad's groomsmen was Maya's father. So Michael Evans. And then... Um, my yeah, parents got married there. Yeah, her parents got married there. And then also my dad's dad, so my good daddy, so my grandfather, um, he used to pastor at St. John as well. So as you can see, we got a lot of history there. Like, so St. John is where I initially met Maya when she was a baby, and then her sister was born. And all I used to see them do was fight all the time. So she was, they would always pull each other's hair and scream and fight. Feel your <laughs> exaggerating no that's what y'all did and so i used to always shake my head in disappointment because that's all they did was fight but I mean, yeah that's all they did was fight that's all i ever seen them do so not all always we did. don't don't think <laughs> us as only fighting that's not all we did i know we did a lot but that's not all we did that's all i saw so so that's the first time we met right but the time we met in older age was my sophomore year of college, so it was 2012. My freshman year. Yeah, so it was 2012 at Tennessee State University, mm -hmm. and it's at the library. So I was walking to go to the library. I, I don't even think I was going to the library. I think I was going to the student center, but I think I came out of track practice. So I ran track at TSU my first two years there. So I did, I did the high jump. And so I saw this girl who looks just like her father. So. Her dad, again, was one of my dad's uh, childhood uh, best friends. And they went to church together, the same church that my good daddy pastor at, my grandfather, and the same church. And it, then her father was in my dad's wedding. So they got a lot of history. So she looks just like her dad. I don't know what it is about women that look like their dads, but I tend to be interested in women like that. So, <laughs> and that was Maya. Like, she looks just like her dad. So, like, I knew it was Michael's daughter, like as soon as I saw her at the library. And that's the first thing I was gonna ask her. I said, I, I knew, like, I'm just gonna go up to walk to her. It was the perfect icebreaker to say, are you Michael's uh, daughter? And she said, yeah. And so 
I, I knew I wanted to ask for her number because she was so pretty, so fine. Like, and I was like, yeah, I want that girl to be mine. I just rhyme. See, I told you I need to be a rapper. I got it. Uh huh. Sometimes, babe, did you not hear that? I I heard that, but it takes more than just one bar to be a rapper. You gotta keep them coming. You need to be able to do at least a sixteen bar. Babe. All I gotta do is write it down. I got it on video now, so now I can write it down, <laughs> and then I can be one. You got anything you want to add about the library? Um, I think you covered Vex. I I think I remember I was either like coming out of the student center to go into the library, or I was walking from like. No, I feel like I was definitely coming out of the student center to go yeah. into the library and and saw you and the question I heard the most on campus, like you, Michael's daughter, because I definitely got that question a lot. Yeah, not from young people my age. You got it from older definitely, kids. So. not. It was always older people. So it was slightly refreshing to see a younger person ask me that. Someone yeah. my age. And that's not at your church. Age, which is why I gave you my number. Mm-hmm. When you asked. No, I want you to say what you told me before. Like you said that you... I don't know. You said you didn't know me. <laughs> like, um, what did you, you know what I'm trying to say. What did you say? Yes, say the truth. Because you always say how there was a look. Like, I gave you a look. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember all this. Because at this time, I was still involved with my ex. And we saw each other outside the library. Which is why this time it didn't anywhere we did start texting and go anywhere i definitely couldn't let it go anywhere because loyal person that i am wasn't going to start something before what was currently going on has ended but what you're referring to is me saying how i didn't really know who you were which is the truth like i i I recognized that name when you said your name but that didn't like fully resonate with me when you just said that, which is why after we, you know, left each other, after you got my number and stuff, I definitely called my dad and was like, uh, who is, who's Sean Christopher Jenkins? Who's that? And he told me who you were. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I said my full name to you when I introduced mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I used to do it that, you know, when I first was in college. You probably didn't do it then. I know I said my last name, though. I definitely said yeah. Sean. But, but I normally say, yeah, go ahead. But yeah, I remember as soon as we got done, I was exactly what I did was call my dad, like, who's this? Because they came up to me and was like, Uncle's daughter. I'm like, who is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gave me a look, guys. Like, so for me, I never dated around like that growing up. Um, I was single most of my life. So, like, especially like you ask anybody I went to high school and middle school with, they all said, Yeah, Sean, you know, most people in high school and middle school, you can like pinpoint and like, Yeah, you dated that girl, you dated that guy all during high school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're affiliated and your identity comes from who you dated. But like, with me, I didn't date nobody. So, like, you couldn't pinpoint me. Or identified me like with any woman or anything, and that was like all my life. So, um, 
majority of the time, sometimes I was wrong, but majority of the time I could tell when a girl's interested in me. Like if a girl's really interested in you, like you'll know. Like they'll make it obvious, even though girls suck. Like they make it so hard to know if you're interested in, in them or not. Like, you know, if they're interested in you or not. Like it's just a different ball game. The dating game sucks for a guy. What? I didn't make it hard the second time around. Yeah, I know. Like, if a girl is really interested in you, you'll know. Like, you'll make it easy. But, like, <laughs> if if not, like, or they're just, like, kind of don't know, like, they'll play games with you, man. Like, they couldn't stand it. So I try to avoid it. But, like, with Maya, I knew at the library, like, she was coming out of the library. You're going somewhere. I don't know where you're going. You're on the side of the library, remember? Because we saw the window to the library. You're on the pavement. Yeah. So you were walking out going somewhere towards boy, but you weren't, yeah, you were going, uh, you probably going to PAC, so that was your major. No, that wasn't my major yet. You, you know, right. I didn't change a lot. <laughs> so like going to nursing no. building right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't I think was I was joking. No, 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 no. I definitely wasn't going in there. I don't remember where I was going, but I could have been walking to Rudolph. For all we know, because that Rudolph that direction ish. Yeah, but you would have, you know, veered off a little bit more instead of walking on the side of the library. You know, why you walking on the side of the library? You could have just walked towards McCord. You know, walked towards Boswell. You know, Maybe. but anyways. <laughs> yeah, so she was interested. She gave me a look. That's what I'm trying to say. She gave me a look, and it's just like, yeah, like you look good, like you know. She gave me a look, like she got my. That's she's always giving me that look. She's never not giving me that look. So like she's always giving me a look, like not that she want to do things to me, but like you know she's like yeah, like <laughs> she's inviting, like <laughs> that's the look she gave me at the library. So I knew like yeah, if I asked her her number, I got it. Like this is easy, easy. Uh, I'm not gonna say easy pickings, but like yeah, this is it, man. It's just, everything just flowed, right? So when we talk about our dating life, I'm gonna talk about how everything flowed. But like that's how it's always been with Maya. So yeah, you talked about the first time. Before we talk about our dating life, that's what we're gonna talk about. Cause um yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. So we talked about how do we meet. So now we're gonna talk about our dating life. So like the first well, time, huh? I, well, I think before we get to there, I think we should also state the actual first time we met and started dating. Cause yeah, yeah we met okay, gotcha. Continue then. Never. No, you you got it. Okay. Well, that time that we met and started dating was um, Watch Night Service, twenty eighteen into twenty nineteen, and I know for me this this particular year I did not want to go to church. Like, grew up going to church for watch night service. I was like, I don't want to go to church this year. I'm always there. I want to go this year. So I didn't initially go to watch night service. I went I went out to some to some parties to, to see some some stuff and hang out. But the whole time I was out, like I used to say something was telling me, but now I, I would say that like God, the Holy Spirit, like divine intervention was happening, telling me you need to be at church, something there and you need. So I remember leaving and by the time I got there, church was just ended, 
about to end whatever and i remember walking in there and i was going into like the side door into the sink not the side door but like the way the church was set up like three sets the ones in the middle and there's one on one side and so i was going into one of those side doors in the back into the sanctuary and you would open the door so you were coming out and we and we had started talking i remember Lexi coming up to us and asking you, not asking you specifically, but asking, like, is this your boyfriend? Because that'd be the first thing she's always asking because she's a nosy little girl. Um, and I just felt like talking to you that time was, was different. Everything felt different than the first time. I thought you were going to talk about how, um, when you said the first time, I thought you don't, you're trying to talk about the text messaging, like in college. Is that what you're trying to say too? Um, I guess so, but I was just mentioning, even seeing you that first time at the library, because I mean, yeah, sure. I. Yes, I gave you this inviting look you speak of, but it would have only been to a certain point because I think I'm naturally inviting, but I was still with my ex at that time. Even though I was at the end of that and like fed up with what was going on there, I couldn't do inviting and actually let, and that wasn't finished. And that chapter was not fully done. You think you're naturally inviting guys? Don't let her fool you. All right? Okay, okay, okay. Maybe that's Maya. Not, let me not. let me tell you how Maya is, guys. So Maya makes everything <laughs> hard for everybody. Like when you first meet her, like she makes it's like she loves awkward situations, but she don't. Like she just makes everything so awkward. Like and it doesn't have to be. So like yeah, that's just a good way to describe her. So like you could be trying to do something like talk like for example okay yeah i'm skipping ahead like and she knows exactly what i'm about to talk about when we first started dating i remember we texted each other for like three or four months and i'm talking about after the watch night service i'll say my spill about that so it was after watch night service uh for the new year 2019 after that service we well we got each other's number again um to text each other like we texted each other for like three or four months so it went until like march yeah. Yeah, it was about March since we went out on our first date. I think it was no, we no. started. What, what was it? It April? was be February. We actually went on our first because we actually because we went on a Valentine's Day date too. So it had to be before like at least early February we started going on dates. Well well we only well, maybe. Okay, well, we only texted then. I know for sure. We didn't yeah. talk on the phone till March or April. Yeah. So, guys, like, I want you guys to understand that. Like, who does that? Who texts each other for, like, three or four months? And then you go out. Then you finally talk on the phone. Like, so, <laughs> we talk on the phone, right? I asked her, is it okay to call her, like, to finally talk on the phone? She said, yeah. And and I, and I even asked, I asked, you know, are people around you? Because I know she had two roommates. And just knowing her, how, like, Maya is, like, she she don't like 
She don't like crowds. I'm going to say that. She don't like... I know when it comes to talking on the phone, I had a feeling she wouldn't like talking on the phone around other people. Especially if they're like real close to her, like and can hear everything. Because she's so shy. Like that's the... Yeah, she's shy. That's what it is. All right. And so... Yeah, she said, I asked, you know, if I could talk on the phone with you finally. She said, yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe I should never ask because, you know, you got roommates and stuff. But I did it anyway. She kept on saying, yeah, I can talk. I can talk. As soon as I talk on the phone with her for the first time, for the first time, guys, it was like mild. Somebody held a gun to her to her neck. It was like, you better not talk. <laughs> so she, I'm trying to get her to talk. And it was like pulling teeth. Like, that's why I say it's like pulling teeth being with her because she puts you in a situation like this. So, like. <laughs> Like, when we're on the phone, I'm trying to get her to talk and say stuff. And she's just like, she doesn't even give me one word. Yeah, she gave me one word sentences. And that's not even a sentence. Like, one word and then a period. Like, that was her her response. Like, And she's brief to a lot of people. Most people, when she gives an answer to anybody, it's real brief. But, like, if she's, like, really shy or nervous or anything like that, then it will be kind of in that. And it's already bad enough. Like, so it should be super brief. And that's that was the beginning of our date. Like, like that was the first time we talked on the phone. But was this is how I knew things were gonna work. Like one of the questions I was gonna ask, I mean, Maya had for us was, uh, you know, what are you looking for? Uh, what were what were we looking for in a partner? And then how did we prepare for each other? And then when did you know the other one was the one? So one one of the ways I knew that she was the one was like, even though that situation was awkward and like. We took the L. Most people in dating, when a situation like that happens, a real awkward situation, they'll just quit or like give up or like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a quick turnoff. But like, we done texted each other for so much and like really got to know each other through text message. And like, we build it up so much that we finally talked on the phone. Well, you're gonna miss, you know, every time you don't go to the back you're bound to strike out you gotta keep on swinging man so like we knew like okay we gotta try again so i texted her immediately after we got off the phone i was like all right so that didn't go well that was obvious it didn't go well it was just so awkward guys like we were on the phone for like three minutes it was awful <laughs> and i was like okay that didn't go well <laughs> apparently like you know it's not a good time to talk right now but it will be, you know, eventually. I said something smooth like that. Like, you have to Michael B her, guys. Like, if you want a woman to be with you, you got to, like, swoon her. You got to, like, you got to be, like, so smooth with stuff. And then, you like, you got to, I mean, you got to be mysterious. Like, you know what I mean? When stuff like that happens, you got to be smooth and just play it off. Like, like you know, it's like dirt off your shoulder, you know, you know, brush it off. Like, so... Yeah, that's one of the reasons, that's one of the ways I knew that, you know, Maya was the one, like, because something like that would have turned a lot of people off, but, like, we just, we just rolled with the punches and kept on going, we tried it again, it was, we've been talking on the phone ever since, like, I don't think we have gone a day without talking on the phone since that day, like, do you think, because so? I actually, you know, I might have told you I write down anytime yeah. I talk on the phone with somebody or anything like that, but I don't, I don't think we went a day without talking on the phone. Like even when we were mad at each other or had something going on, I think we talked on the phone. Even when you were uh, pledging, I know. Yeah, Ugh, that was hard. Right. Well, that's probably how you knew I was the one too. But anyways, um, I want to go back. Let's reshoot. Trying to think what I want to go back to. What was the question? Dating life. All right. So, um, I want to talk about watch night service from my bench's point. So. Yeah. 
it's 2018. So it's December 31st, 2018. And I hear that my dad's church, Scott's Chapel ME in Hermitage, Tennessee, is going to St. John ME, you know, my uh, church from my childhood where I met Maya and knew Maya originally since she was a baby. But he was like, uh, I knew that we were going to St. John. And it was another church going too, but I didn't care about that. I really didn't even care that it was Reverend Singfield preaching and my dad's there. So my mom's going, I think Ashley went, but uh, yeah. And I just got back from Charlotte, North Carolina. I lived there for two years. So yeah, that's something else I was going to say too. So I got her number in 2012. We texted each other on and off in college. Like, and what's crazy is this, I knew she was the one too. I just didn't pay attention back then. That's what I was trying to say back all right so when we first started talking just texting on the phone <laughs> hey we grew so much like when we first started texting on the phone when i got her phone number from uh the library in 2012 like it was awkward but like what's crazy is Maya would take initiative to text me like first and normally i'm always the one texting anybody first like so that was that was already like okay that she's serious and she's talking about she had a boyfriend okay you texted me uh, you're just texting i understand but anyways yeah she texted me first like guys and that's a lot for maya like i told you how shy she is like how she just uh makes situations awkward like that like from the get-go obviously she'll change over time you get to know her but like not not off the jump off the cuff off anybody like if you first meet maya she's gonna do something weird it's just gonna like like you know it's gonna make you not even want to approach her because like she just doesn't want to be approached she just naturally does stuff like that but like so yeah that, let's go back on the point so we texting each other she always asks you know how i'm doing i ask how are you doing and we always like just check up on each other like that we never like went too deep in conversations for years and then i think it, it just stopped after a certain amount of time i think i stopped texting her back just because the conversation was so dry and never, we never talked about anything, but I want, and I wanted deeper conversations, but I can't do that with her because that's not her strength. Like she'll do it, like if I pull it out of her. So that's what I had to learn over the years. I had to learn. She said something changed in me when she saw me again at Watch Night Service in 2019. So we talking about 2012, 2013, 2014. Like I saw her around campus all the time, and we got to like talk to each other every once in a while like i always take her books and walk her to class or something like that when i saw her like i'll stop what i'm doing to spend time with her like you know so um yeah we always did something like that but like yeah i had we had both had a lot of growing to do so we'll talk about that in a bit but yeah when when we were at watch night service and i heard my church was going there i had to go because i knew it was a chance Maya was there and I had to take that chance. Like, like over the years, since 2012 to 2018, you know, December 31st, 2018, I figured out like what I wanted in a woman, like, like through a lot of stuff I went through and what I wanted was somebody that was sexy. What I wanted was somebody that was fine. And like one person I saw his journal about that I let go away. Like <laughs> this is guy talk guys. So for younger guys, like, there's always that one girl that you let get away. Don't let her get away. Like, whatever that girl, whoever that girl is, that number one. Like, and you know who I'm talking about. It's that one that you really want, you really desire, you really want to be with, 
She's the most beautiful woman you ever seen. She ain't out of your league. All you got to do, and especially if y'all got a connection. Like, that's the thing. Y'all got a connection at all. Like, go ahead, you boy, you better you better take the chance, take the risk. You better do it because you're going to regret not doing it. So, like, with Maya, she's one of the ones I let get away. And I couldn't let her get away this time. Like, this is finally an opportunity to talk to her. So, it's 2018. I had to have been, like, I think I was 27 or I just turned 28, something like that. And... Nah, I was definitely 20, 20. Dang, I was 25, something like that. Let me do the math. Right, I'm like, that's too, like, Lord, I don't think you're that old yet. 2018 minus 1992. I got to do my 26. I was 26. Okay. So I'm 26. I learned a lot. And I knew what I wanted in a woman. And Maya was one of the ones I wanted, like, I, I had to have, like, and I just need to get to know her more to like figure out is she the perfect puzzle piece? Is she like does she fit with me? Like is she cut from the same cloth? Is she like uh, does she compliment me? Compliment me? You know does she fit? Or is she right? Like I had to I had to figure that out because like she's one of the ones I let get away. Physically she got it. Like I think like the dynamics there like for us to be you know, equally yoke with each other. But I just had to figure out instead of like not talking like we barely did when we when I first got her phone number in 2012. Like I'm telling you, when we text each other, like I expected her to be like me and just talk. Right. I expected her to like be able to go deep in conversation when that's my strength. That's the gift that God gave me. I can't expect people to be just like me when God didn't create them to be, be like that or to do that. So yeah, I just had to let Maya be Maya or whoever I was going to be with. So I had to learn that. And so I just wanted to see, like, how does Maya fit in with my life? So I had to go to St. John and thank God she was there. I needed her number. I tried to text her throughout the years on Instagram and I tried Facebook, but like she doesn't, I don't know how she don't ever see my messages. You get on there. Like, so I, I think you lying. You, you never saw my I never check Facebook messages. I don't get on there like that. Whatever. But yeah, I tried it. I tried, guys, especially when I broke up with my ex. I tried to reach out to my to social media. It didn't work. Like, and I, we cut things out. 2000. Wow. Really? Was it 2018? Dang. You know, me and her broke up Monday, June 4, 2018. That's not right. How is that <laughs> the story? What? It's the story, babe. It was that. It was that same year. Same year. Are you sure it's 2018? Yes, babe. It was 2018 into 2019. I remember vividly because it was right after we lost my grandmother because she passed December 21st, 2018. Okay. Mm. Mm-mm. And I graduated. So anyways, yeah, girl. And I graduated in 2019. I know that was the year. Wow. So that just that's just tells you guys you go through a breakup or a hardship like that, you know, <laughs> you're, it's a bigger blessing along the way. Like God has a bigger plan and better plans in store for you later. So just keep on living. Don't give up. Don't have suicidal thoughts like me. Like it's no point. God, God got way more in store for you than than what you lost. So keep on going. But anyways, um, yeah. So that was the church. And 
she did a good job of explaining, but you know, when I saw her guys at that church, man, I, I can't even describe it to you. Like, I was like so giddy. I don't, did you get that from my like demeanor, like how happy I was seeing you? Yeah, like I saw your eyes get big when you first saw me because I knew you didn't see me when you got there, and so I don't think mm -hmm. you expected to see me after that because church had ended. And so when you opened the door and saw me, I saw your eyes get big, like, it's like, yes, <laughs> here. Yeah, that was my pray, guys. I had to go, I had to pray on her, man. That was the one I wanted. I was like, yeah, I had to take my prize, man. That was my woman. I knew, I knew she was the one, man. That's the one I let get away. I ain't letting her get away again. Like, mine is one of the women, like, I have to have, like, no, it's not even that. Like, there's a woman out there that you just know you got to have and you want. And like, if you let her get away, you'll regret it. Like Maya was that woman for me. Like I couldn't let her get away. Like I had to, I had to see. You like, I had to test the waters. You gotta take the risks. Like you'll do anything. If it's love, like you'll do anything. Figure out like and see how it works and stuff like that. But it's, it's if it's the right one. You know what I mean? So I mean, you can do that for the wrong people too. But I'm talking about for the right one. All right. So yeah, and like yeah, okay. I, I'm done. I'm done with that. There's nothing else to say. I guess. So I'm just so happy you gave me your number and everything. Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I needed your number, man. Cause I tried to get in contact with you so many times, you ain't freaking. I'm sorry. But it was the right timing. God's timing is better. Like God's timing is perfect. So it's the perfect timing, and everything just flowed. That's what I've been trying to say. Like a lot of times, when me and my relationship, even at the beginning, but especially the second time around. So this was the second time around when we started talking, and like everything just flow so much easier like we both were mature we both were ready like to settle single yeah we both were single <laughs> i was single the first time you know one wasn't all right but anyways uh i mean i guess yeah oh that's something else too at watch night service too guys i was talking to another girl and she actually came to the church like and it's surprising i was like why are you here i i, I ain't gonna lie like i I had tried my best to get rid of her, like during watch night service in 2000, uh, you know, that New Year's Eve service of 2018, 2019. I, I tried my best to hurry up and rush her home so I could talk to Maya and be with Maya because I knew like she would be here. Like I didn't see her at the end of church service yet, but I knew she was coming. I had a feeling like I, I couldn't miss this opportunity. I knew she was there somewhere. I had to look for her and I saw her. I saw her. I'm so happy I saw her. Like. So and I got what I, I got her. Like she's here now. Like so <laughs> you guys don't understand. Like that day, like like everything was planned. Like it's like ordained. Like I I, I it's just oh man, that day, man. <laughs> you good with that, babe? You ready to go to date life? Yeah. All right, let's talk about dating life. All right, so that's what we're talking about next. Then we're gonna talk about now. Or you can go anywhere else if you want, like if you think we covered Anything else? Um, I mean, we don't have to stay on dating life too long. It won't take us long to just describe dating life. But like at that time, dating life was you coming back on campus. I'm sure you hadn't been since you graduated, and I was still on campus. Uh, and I remember our first date. How we went to uh wasabi now is called something else but um and went to hibachi and um 
and remember driving around after and going to um, Sonic and we got some slushies. No, I think you got an orange cream slushie, your go-to back then. I'm pretty sure I got like a cranberry slush. And I remember us just sitting in the for a minute in the parking lot and like our first kiss happening in there. Like the look you gave when you looked at me and said, so when are you going to let me kiss you? And just, you know, you're just really sweet the whole time. I remember some point, I think I tried to open the door and you were like, I can't remember exactly what you said, but. I know that was definitely like a no. You probably said something to affect the why you, why aren't you trying to let me do my job or something to that effect. Because I remember, I definitely remember as a, a teenager, like way before you were in the picture, I, I didn't want that, didn't really like that people opening the door for me or specifically men opening the door for me. It's like, I can open the door, my arms aren't broken. I don't need somebody opening the door for me. And I remember like time in my life being with my parents, my dad's car, the side of the car I would sit on, the child lock was like permanently like broken and locked. And I physically couldn't open my own door for like however long my dad had that car. And like, I remember just being to a place where I was okay with, I guess, letting a door being opened for me. But I don't know why I'm going off on that tangent about doors. But um, I just remember just how how sweet and and kind you were, but also very smooth. I guess you would say, in your ways of. Michael B, as you would say. Michael B, guys. You got to Michael B her. Michael B. Jordan. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then going to where um, you used to work. So I guess it was not far after the holidays. And they still had, like, the Christmas lights up. And us walking around outside, throwing me around and stuff. And it was all pretty out there and stuff. But, um... Was the gist of your first date, but dating life then was like you picking me up on campus sometimes at the end of the date, sitting in the car for a while because we weren't ready to end the date and just talking until I guess I was ready to go back to the dorm. You have anything to add to dating life? I want to talk about Michael B and somebody because I want people to understand. So there's a show that Netflix should have never canceled. Forget your Netflix for canceling this show. Did y'all ever watch the show called Raising Dion? That show was so epic. Like, and then I wanted way more Michael B. Jordan. Like Michael B. Jordan was not in there enough. So make another season with just Michael B. Jordan. Then on top of that. Do another season with Dion older because that last scene of Raising Dion, like the very oh, last, yeah. season, I think it was the end credit, was I replayed that like at least 202 times. Like that scene was so great. 
But like, yeah, watch that show on Netflix called Raising Dion. It is so cute. That that kid's ridiculous. Just imagine if a five or six year old has superpowers. Like how stressed and how much gray hair you would get. Especially if they got a tantrum. Like went on an angry tantrum or something like that. But yeah, Michael B. Jordan on there was just, just ridiculous, man. Like the way he would like the way he would love on his wife, like and stuff that he would do in like critical situations, like life-threatening situations, or like just in day a daily situation. Like it was so like I wouldn't even say masculine. That ain't the word. It was just like it was different. Like and it just like wow, like it made the girl feel loved every single second of every single day. So like that's what you want to do with your wife, like as a man. Like you want to make her feel in any situation, especially if you're fighting or arguing, like that's the best situation. Or in an awkward situation, like I said, when me and Maya first talked on the phone, you gotta Michael beat her. You gotta be smooth with it. And like, yeah, man, you just gotta let her know, like, man, I'm still here. I ain't going nowhere. Man, we're gonna fight for this love, man. We're gonna and then you gotta assure her, like, this love's gonna work. Like, you gotta Michael beat her. I keep on going, you guys get what I'm saying. So yeah, with our dating, like, that was my goal. Like, I figured out the game, the dating game. And I, and me and Maya, that's the great thing with our relationship. Like, what were we looking for in a partner? Somebody we didn't have to freaking play the dating game with. Like, this dating game in the daytime period is stupid. Like, guys are supposed to not have feelings. Girls, and then it, girls want a bad boy. Like, I ain't no bad boy. Like, <laughs> I look like, well, like, sagging and being a thug. I, I, they, they should be... They should fear me, but anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, man, like the dating game just wasn't for us, like, and that's what we had to figure out too, like, before we came back together the second time around, like, we literally laid it out, like, we said what each other's standard was, we said what each other wanted in our dating life, and yeah, that's one of the questions that we we're gonna a- answer. Well, I'll just go ahead and go to it. One of the questions were was, you know, what are, what were you looking for? And how did we prepare for each other? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hitting everything every single time I talk. But anyways, yeah, what were you we looking for? Like, I wanted to look for somebody I didn't have to play a dating game with. I wanted to look for some girl who wasn't a freaking girl. That was a grown woman that wanted to settle down. Like, a lot of these girls, I, I don't understand women in today's time period. Maya, you know, like, a lot of women don't have feelings. It don't make no sense to me. Like, and I'm talking about women... 30, okay, maybe you got feelings now. I don't know. I ain't in a dang game no more. But, like, in the 20s, heck no. In teenagers, no. Like, they are ruthless. Like, it's like they've been spit up upon and thrown in the dit- thrown in the trash. Or I don't know what it is. Like, but these women, like, they have no heart. They got a black heart, black soul. Like, they will eat you up and swallow you and spit you out, stomp on you. And then throw you away. Like, and not even throw you away. Leave you out for the crows to eat. Like, they're, just, they're ruthless, man. So, like. A lot of women in the day's time period, man, it's just, you don't even want to go there with them. They'll be all pretty, looking like angels. Oh, my gosh. Like, mine's an angel, first of all. They look perfect. Like, it's what you want in a woman. Like, you don't even, you look at them, you're like, man, I don't even know a human being can look like this. And then they open their mouth, and oh, my gosh, it's like hearing a pirate talk. And everybody, like, <laughs> do they cussing? <laughs> That's what it's like. Like, cussing like a sailor. Oh, my God. Just the ballast. Like, they're so pretty on the outside, but on the inside, like, oh, my gosh. They're the ugliest people you've ever been around. That's, that was Tennessee State University, actually. Like, that's actually probably why I didn't work work out the first time around when we talked. Because, like, I just had that stigma 
and that belief that that's how black women were, especially at Tennessee State University, because most of them were just like that. Like, again, what really got me was, you know, everybody called me preacher man back in college. Even in high school, they called me preacher man or deacon or bishop, anything like that, because everybody knew I knew scripture and could quote it like that. Like, they knew I knew the Bible. And I can go to, they went to me for questions and stuff like that. So whenever women came upon me, so mine never really did this to me. But when women came upon me, like, most of the time, like, they knew how to act. So like they would act Christian, they would talk Christian need, they would act Christian, and they would just put on a show. So they'll act one way around me, but then a different way when they're around somebody else. So I could never decipher like if a person was really, you know, who they say they were or something like that, if a girl was really interested in me. Cause like they that's how they would act. So with my she always act the same way. So I had to pick up on that with her. It just took me a while, but yeah, man. Like. I was looking for a lot. You just just talk, Baker. I'm just talking, man. I'm going all over the place. Uh huh. Well, as far as what I was looking for, uh, I know I knew that I wanted to be with someone else that was that was black. I felt like would just understand certain things versus being in a interracial relationship and there being some sort of barrier there. I knew I needed wanted someone who was at the very least 5'10". I remember having several prayer sessions with God praying about that. Because just people I feel talked to is even to say. But they weren't there. They were definitely too short. But um Well I'm five nine and three fourths so technically I'm five nine and three fourths. Technically. If you round up it's 5'10", especially in shoes. Maybe what? hit 5'11". Uh-huh. Six foot. You, you're there, babe. What I needed. And, like, I knew I also wanted someone who had strong faith, a man of God. None of them other people were. They were definitely far away from any of that. And I, I felt like I wanted to end whatever my layer. I didn't want to have some long, lengthy list of of things. I didn't feel like that was needed. I felt like there were just certain things I needed and whomever had all those things, I felt like they would be whoever I, I needed. I didn't need a, a long list as opposed to, I mean, I saw your list. It was pretty lengthy. You showed it to me. I showed it to them, yeah. Why are you making fun of my list? No, baby, it's good. Bay, it's great that you knew what you wanted. Okay, yeah, that's another thing too, guys. Like when it comes to love, you gotta know exactly what you want. Like the first time we talked, we didn't know what we really wanted. Like it was, it was too. I feel like when you're young, but not everybody's like that. But for us, when we were younger, you just don't really know what you want in a marriage, and it's hard to make a life decision because marriage is supposed to be for life, right? It's hard to make a life decision when you don't really know what you want. So, like with me and Maya, um, yeah, man, I think we get the second time we talked, we knew exactly what we want, and that was like that was told from the get go when we first started talking. So that was great, but and that's what I wanted. Like a lot of women I talked to, like in the twenty when I was 26, 25, 24, and younger, like they didn't know what they wanted, so they were lost and confused. So like. And I'm already insecure a little bit. 
would you say I'm insecure? I got insecurities. So, like, uh, no matter how much confidence I got, or anybody, you got some insecurities about something, right? So, like, um, yeah, like, I can't be with a woman who makes me insecure, like, way more than what I'm already am. So, like, I don't need somebody to amplify that. I got enough of that. I need somebody to build me up, not tear me down, you know, especially when it comes to being insecure and stuff like that. But let, let's talk about my list. So, uh, what, what were what were we looking for in a partner, in a in a wife or a husband, stuff like that, right? So, like Maya said, if you go on my Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, make sure to be friend me on there if you haven't already. I wrote out a list on November 16, 2018, guys. On November, no, I wrote it October 10th, 2018. That's when I originally wrote this list, right? So I was writing a list in faith, just saying what I want in a wife, and I wanted to see if I do this in faith, what will God do? Like, you know, like I was, I was testing him, like testing the water. Like God said, test me and see if I'm good. I'm about to test you, Lord. This is what I want in a wife. I said, somebody that loves the Lord above everyone in anything else. Like that's the first thing. The first thing. Then I, then this, the, everything backs that up. Like does not seek affirmation from any man or woman, even though they're smoking hot because they get that, you know, they get that they're so fine all the time. Like, they already know. Like, they don't need to be told it. Like, there's so many beautiful women out there. And that was my pet peeve. At TSU, there's so much stuck-up women. Like, and, oh, my gosh. Like, you guys know. There's so many women that are so beautiful. And they know they're beautiful, but, like, they're arrogant. And, like, cock, and, and that's not the word. They're haughty. And, like, they're snobbish, and they're just like, Ugh, you're beneath me. Like, I can't stand a woman like that. That's my pet peeve. Most AKAs are like that, and she's a freaking, she's a freaking AKA. So <laughs> she's not like that. Like, so she's a rare breed. Like, most people in fraternities are like that, or sororities. Huh? That is a stereotype. I resent, babe. That is not all of us. It's true. It Look at all your sisters. Look at all of them. Like, all of them. Like, but anyways, yeah, like, and then that's another thing, too. Like, at TSU, I can only talk for black women at TSU. Like, these women, man, they would be with countless men. Like, I can't be with a woman that's like, like you seek a man 24-7. Like, you depend on a man. Like, that's something else, too. Like, just there's so many people that has been with so many people, like, in relationships and sexual activities, but mostly, like, relationships. Like, they've been in so many relationships that they've never been single. Like, they never had a single time period in their life. Like, a, a time of singleness, a time of just focusing on the Lord, figuring out what you want, you know, doing you, focusing on you. Like, they've been with so many people, they don't know themselves. Like, I actually talked to a girl like that. It was awful. I was like, dang, like, she didn't know what her favorite music was. She, she ain't paying attention to no music, no no shows. Or like, what did you do, like, <laughs> with your life? Like, are you kidding me? So I couldn't be with somebody like that. All right, something else on my list. Let me, let me go back to my list. All right, because I'm talking forever. All right, let me zoom in and make it bigger for everybody. Can you barely see this, babe? Yeah. All right. Y'all know that's better. All right, let's just let's see if I can zoom. Can I zoom? Can I go up? All right, there we go. So number three is the hottest girl I've ever seen, and they're thick or will be. Like, yes, I, I like BBW's thick girls. Yes, that's what I wanted. And then something else I said, I said exercises and desires to always be in shape is fit. So, and then I said study the word daily, maybe knows it better than me even, because Billy Graham's wife, Ruth uh, Ruth Graham, 
she she knew the Bible better than the ground. That's what he claims. And then I, she's a virgin like me. So I was a virgin until I was 26 years old. Uh, she wants a whole lot of kids, you know, five minimum. Yeah, that's the first thing. Actually, when we first started talking, me and Maya, um, <laughs> I told her, she asked how many kids I wanted. And I told her like 12 because I was kidding. I said, I want 12 disciples. I said something like that. And this was like my sophomore year at college, junior year at college. And yeah. <laughs> and the text message where things are not read the same. That was yeah. an awful text message to send. That doesn't translate what. And I don't mm -hmm. think you were doing emojis like you do now. You said I wasn't doing emojis? Yeah, I don't think you did. So that well, really doesn't translate. First of all, I had a flip phone. And my, I was under my, my dad's cellular plan. I didn't get an iPhone until I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina in 2015, 16. You couldn't even have a, a phone? No. That's something else, too, guys. Like, man, my sister, she got an iPhone when she was, like, 11. And I was in high school, and I still had I had a pay-as-you-go phone that's as big as my, uh, as big as my, like, middle of my, you know what I mean, this part of my hand. Yeah, the palm of my hand. Like, if you flip my phone, it was this is how big it was. And then if you open it, it my hand's bigger than the phone. Like, it was awful, man. Like, and then it, it was a pay as you go phone. So I can only send out like 50 messages. And then I got to pay again to get text message privileges. Yeah, it was awful, man. I couldn't talk on the phone like that. Yeah, that was my phone. Mm -mm -mm. All right, anyways. So let's go back to my list. What was I looking for in a partner? I, it was a lot, guys. Like this is a long list. Affirms me more than anyone ever could, ever has, or ever will. So basically, my love language words are affirmation. So I need affirmation, like words, encouraging words. Yeah, I think you could tell I like words because I like talking and stuff. Come on, my YouTube channel. A girl should know that, right? Supports me. Her goals align with mine and help my ministry. Uh, the ministries that God bestows on me can cook. Oh, man, Maya, tell me if you see anything on this list that's not you, please. Like, doesn't try to change me, loves me for who I am, and loves my flaws. That was the biggest one. I'll talk about that on another video. Is considerate, patient, kind, tenderhearted, compassionate. I'm not reading the next part. Uh, desires to be with me above any anyone she's ever known or met. Can you read it now? Can you see what I wrote? If I get this close, I can. All right. She prays on a spot over me about anything. Is clean like me. Spends countless time with God daily in a lot of ways. Always is praying. Hears from him like me. Man, this is talking about God a lot. I love the Lord, apparently. Uh-huh. What I want in a wife. Y'all follow me at Trouble Don't Last on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, on everything, guys. Uh She's slow to anger, speaks with me respectfully at all times. Wow, Maya. I'm going to read this. Talks dirty to me all the time. Loves doing it, i.e. nasty. <laughs> okay, I'm not reading that next part. Wow. She, appre <laughs> she appreciates challenge, you know, challenges, hard times, and growing pains. You know, growing in a relationship because, you know, it's like pain and suffering and hardships is just like, Working out, you get stronger, you strengthen your faith, man. You can it helps you to stand firm on what you believe. All right, spiritual, she's spiritual but not religious, balanced with enjoying life. A girl who okay, dang, Sean. 
A girl who lost. Okay, I'm not reading the next part. Yeah. <laughs> what all this, man? Yeah, you, you, you cross all the T's and that's all of the I's. <laughs> Whatever the saying is, that's what I was looking for in a woman. Like, and I had to figure that out over time. Like, sometimes I used to settle, and sometimes I used to just give. I used to never give women a shot if I knew from the get-go, like, they weren't my wife. So I don't get people doing that. Like, that's another one of my pet peeves. Like, people who date, and then, you know, you know you don't want to be with a person. Like, you know, without shouting up, your motives and intentions are off. But you're just like, man, epic. Like, I just I just want to do it and try. Like, I can't stand people that do that to other people and put them through hell. Like, you're wasting their time. You're not giving them the love that they deserve. You're even wasting your time. Why? Like, I can't stand when people do that. So, yeah, like, I wanted somebody that was for sure, for sure, for sure, know that they won't be with me without a shadow of a doubt. Like, I didn't, I was done with the games, done with the confusion. I was done settling and compromising with anybody now. I want what I want and what I need from God. That's what I want. So, that's what I was looking for. Like, I can keep on going. It's a long list, guys, but, yeah. You ready to go to the next question? Are you good? Yeah, because the next question. <laughs> I know something you don't do on the list. <laughs> and I know you saw it. I said it. I read it. You know what I'm talking about? Wait, which one? I'll I'll ask after. I won't make you say it again. It has to do with talking, but okay. Uh-huh. This is the last one. All right. <laughs> so how did we prepare for each other? Prepare for one another? Yeah. Uh, well, I know I can speak for me um, that after um a specific time for me on campus and i was like end of a specific phase i was like i'm tired of all of this that i've been going through i know i ain't figure out exactly what i want and i remember there was a specific specific yeah specific book that i i listened to like several times. It's called The the Man I Asked For. I'm sorry, I don't know who wrote that book right now. I'm sure if you Google The Man God Has For You, you can find the author and find it. But like, I just remember listening to that book like constantly as well as um, I was starting to just listen to, to more I remember finding um, uh, the relationship goals series on YouTube from uh, Transformation Church Pastor Mike Todd. I remember finding that and listening to that series of sermons and just taking taking more time for for myself for taking more time for God and figuring out what I wanted because. Starting out, I definitely didn't know because I was definitely the first time around trying to get out of a relationship I shouldn't have been in for so long and not really knowing when I got out who I even was anymore. So I just needed time to figure figure that out again. So I tried to make sure I took that took that time. And tried to, one question I remember asking myself 
was what am I gonna bring to the table as far as a in a relationship? What what am I bringing to this? Like I can't just be, you know, sitting here coming up with nothing. Like what do, what do I have? What am I bringing to this table? If the table is the relationship, how am I helping in it? What am I bringing to it? To make sure I had something to bring to the table when I finally had one to come to. Mm-hmm. Bird, it's been mm-hmm. an hour. Oh my goodness. So let's do that question another time. Like both okay. of those last two questions. So we'll save that for another video. Um, when did you know each other was the one? And how did we prepare for each other? That's actually two good videos to do together. So we'll keep it at just how we met and stuff like that. So did you say everything you want to say with these slides? Like, how did we meet, you know, dating life now? We ain't talk about now yet. And then what were we looking for? But we could save now until, you know, after after those two questions. Yeah, uh, I said what I need to say with those. And as far as now, now we're engaged. That's the now. <laughs> it's more than that. Okay. <laughs> That's overview. It also said said overview. Okay. What does overview mean? What you mean? Overview, the overview of like, everything we're possibly going to talk about? Sure, I guess, but... Also, since you said it's an hour, we don't have that much time. So I summed it up. Now we're engaged. That's the now. We can go with more later. Okay. Video. Yeah, guys, we're going to cut this video, man. So, like, my goal uh, with my ministry, who did you say didn't give their wife credit and who did give their wife credit? You said, like, our eyes on somebody. Right, it was two scientists. I forgot the scientist. I have to find it again, exactly who it is. But I know it was Albert Einstein was the scientist who didn't give his wife credit. Like there was, there's this thing. So like Albert Einstein's wife was just as smart as as Einstein, if not smarter. They went to the same school. Like she helped him to write most of his papers, do most of his work and stuff. When he got his, you know, any of his accolades and stuff, said nothing about his wife. Nothing. There's another scientist who I'm so sorry I can't remember their name right now. I will have to go and find this information again so I can remember. But he, um, his wife also worked very closely with him. Did a lot of his papers, helped with all the research and everything. So when it was time for him to get some kind of accolade, he asked were they going to recognize his wife? And at first they told him no. And so he declined. He said, well, then I don't want it because my wife did just as much work as I did. So she needs to be recognized as well. And so when he said that, then they came back and said, okay, we will acknowledge her too. So he didn't leave her behind. Yeah. And so that that's what I'm trying to do in my uh, ministries, guys. Like, I don't know... I can't speak for any other pastor or anything like that, but like, you know, when I do become a pastor and I have a successful ministry and stuff like that, like I want Maya 
to be plugged in. I want her to be talking. I want her to be sharing and just utilizing her gifts and abilities. Like she should be in the forefront as much as I am. Like, and I, that's nothing too. I don't want to be in the forefront like that. Like I think automatically you would be like if it's your ministries and stuff like that. But like, it's not mine. Like it's shared. It's a body of Christ, many functions. So the heart is just as important. Well, it's very important because it gets it. The whole body wouldn't live without the heart, right? The lungs, like, could you live without one lung? Maybe you can live without one lung, but it's good to have two. Like, you know, two thumbs is great. Miss one and see what happens. Especially if you're missing your big toe, it's gonna affect your whole walk. You're not gonna be able to walk. You need the big toe is important. Just miss one. Miss two of them and see how you do. You're gonna be crawling everywhere just from missing your big toe. So like. Yeah, guys, every member in the body of Christ is important. But, like, when it comes to my wife, guys, like, my other half, like, yeah. She don't talk enough on my YouTube page, on my ministries and stuff like that. So, obviously, eventually she's going to have something on my YouTube channel where she's talking with women and doing stuff with women. Like, it's going to be a ministry there. But for now, and I think we're going to keep it going. Just we're going to be talking about our love, how we found each other. Asking, answering people's questions about love and stuff like that. Just talking about our dynamics and stuff like that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And so that's what we're going for with this playlist on my YouTube channel, uh, The Story. So if you want to see more, check out that playlist on my YouTube channel. And then also uh, make sure to support uh, my social media pages. So my fiance right here. Uh, here goes her Instagram page, Queen of B. So Queen is spelled with four E's if you want to find her social media page. And guys, we got some we got some pretty good social media pages. So if you want to see some great stuff and support us, and then check check that out. And then this is our fashion page. So I never have told you all about this. This is our fashion page. So if you want to see great fashion and just how we dress, man, check out this page, man. For real, like this page is about to be uh, way better than what it is right now. It's gonna be doing way more. But uh, yeah, this is her Facebook page as well. So make sure to befriend her on Facebook. You know, Maya Evans. And then uh, this is her Twitter page right here, Queen of B. So Queen of B is with four E's. And then, yeah. And then also you'll see, I mean, like I said, you'll see a lot of uh, great photos of us. So, yeah, make sure to support and like all those photos. Comment what you think. If you got any photo ideas, just comment that as well. Like, we'll, we'll definitely do it. So, yeah, I like taking pictures with her. And as you can see, we like matching. Like, one yeah. thing I always, that's what I was looking for in a partner. Like, my ex. Used to hate matching. I was like, "What's wrong with you?" Like, it, and then I figured out, you know, I can get what I want. I have to be with you. Like, That's right. I want to match. I like matching my woman. Like, this is unacceptable. What were we thinking, babe? But this is when we first started dating. This is like one of our first dates. Yeah. No, peace. Well, not first, but yeah, that was still early. We went to the movies. Yeah, but we weren't matching then. But so now we like matching. Like, we should always be. Wearing the same thing when we sleep together, going to bed, when we match rise up, huh? The matching pajamas. Yeah, like we're always gonna be matching. Oh man! Oh. oh no! I'm gonna get copyright for that thing. I didn't think about that. All right, guys. Yeah, that's the video. All right, so uh, here goes my social media platforms. Make sure to follow me on all mine. Uh, you guys already know I teach the Bible. Uh, I like, I love the Bible. I always 
telling you guys about it and stuff like that. So Sunday school lessons, Bible studies, you name it. I love quotes, so I share all that. So here go my social media platforms. Follow me on all of them, like all my content, share all my content, because it's epic, man. I got the best social media pages ever, so just check that out. And like I said, man, we got way more stuff coming for you guys. So stay tuned on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, my podcast, Upload Past Crossroads. And we'll talk to you guys later. All right. You guys have a great rest of your weekend. Peace Bye. Out.